Welcome back to this giant-sized Geek Speak sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and web series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, Geek Speak's Boy Wonder, Brendan. Didn't we talk about Boy Wonder before? We did. We're not boys. We're men. We are men. But again, look at us. <laughs> and We're we both are wearing men. extra small t-shirts I, right now. I believe <laughs> we have reached that point now where we are men because we are both 30 years old. Like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what point does it get in your life when I am no longer referred to as a boy? Again, look at us. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> now we spoke about this earlier. You're not be eighty, and we'll be being addressed <laughs> as young man. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Is your father et- home? I'll be eternally youthful. I'll be like Peter Pan. <laughs> But now, uh, we did speak earlier about you were overseas for our 30th. And we've spoken about this for I was overseas for my months. 30th. I, I was back by the time it was yours. Yes, true. Months and months we've been ramping up to Sidekick 30th. We laid it you, on no, you, thick you and were heavy. Hint, you were hinting and laying it on a lot that Todd and Wade <laughs> needed to throw us a combined birthday party. Well, we don't get paid. No, it's true. <laughs> They've got to do something to appreciate all that we do for them. That's true. Do we do anything for them? We're doing this. <laughs> we're doing this to serve our own needs. Shh, don't tell them that. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we were ramping up to it for months and months. We and were. And you were overseas on your actual 30th I birthday. I was in the most beautiful place on the planet. Uh, you were at Niagara? No, Banff in Canada. Banff? Ba- B-A-N-F-F. I didn't talk about it last... Uh, didn't. Like Banff is in uh, Nightcrawler? Banff. <laughs> kind Banff. of, yeah. I didn't talk about it earlier, but yeah, Banff is this little town in Canada, completely surrounded by snow-covered mountains. It's Ooh. in the Rockies. Dude, it is the most beautiful place I've ever been to. Fucking amazing. I'm so glad I turned 30. Like, I was there for my 30th. What did you get on your 30th? Um, Do, because being overseas, you obviously couldn't get your presents from your friends and your family. Uh, did Jess have anything Jess for had you over me, there? Jess had bought me a wallet, Yep, um, which I needed a new wallet for ages. It was this really nice new wallet. And I had a card uh, with some Canadian currency in it from her parents. Oh, cool. Um, so I, all, a lot of the things that I'd seen that I thought I couldn't afford, yeah. um, I then went I and bought. I suddenly buy. <laughs> I then went and bought, yeah. That's when you went and bought your Neil Adams book from Golden actually, Age Comics. Actually, part of it was <laughs> from that money, yeah. Um, Thanks, Mum and Dad. <clears throat> so yeah, Banff was, uh, that's where they have the natural hot springs. I spent the morning of my 30th birthday in a natural hot spring. It was minus 20 degrees, minus 24 degrees out of the water, Ooh. 40 degrees in the water, Toasty. surrounded by snow-covered mountains. That's how I spent the morning of my 30th. The afternoon of my 30th, um, Jess took me on a horse-drawn sleigh ride through the mountains. Oh, how adorable. And then we went to the spaghetti factory for dinner. And that night, we went, that night back in the hotel, we watched um, a Kevin Smith live DVD that I'd bought the week previous in the secret stash. (laughs) And I I saw the cover for that DVD, and you know how old it is. And it's a signed copy, too. Because he's still wearing the trench coat. Not wearing the hockey jersey. He's not wearing the hockey jersey. Yeah, it was from 2007. You can kind of see with Kevin Smith, depending on what he's wearing, roughly when something was made. Yeah. yeah. Funny that you mentioned Spaghetti Factory. And the amount of hair he has. (laughs) I was uh, talking to Emily recently about when I was over in the States as a child, uh, we went to a place called Spaghetti Factory. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, are you sure it wasn't this other place? I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it was Spaghetti, Spaghetti Factory. Factory. It was in San Diego, I believe we went, or somewhere around that. Maybe San Fran. Yeah, I think it was San Diego. Because what really um, surprised me was I love tomato. Mm-hmm. This is a little off topic, but uh, I wanted a salad along with my meal. Yep. And mum was like, now you're not going to get much tomato. You got this massive bowl of green salad 
and two tiny little slices of tomato. It was like this rare commodity. Yeah. But I started to think, was it Spaghetti Factory? Was that the name of the place I went to? Mm. So thank you. Just getting sidetracked again very briefly because this is kind of geeky. Yeah. Um, when I was in Anaheim, I went to the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, being like yep, the Big yep. Bang Theory and everything, um, nothing like they are on TV. Oh, God, no. The Cheesecake Factory is actually quite a fancy-looking, yeah. huge restaurant. Um, and the portions are massive because it's America. Really, really cheap. But yeah, nothing like it's portrayed in the TV show. I no. was like, Jess and I were both like, holy shit, are we even dressed nice enough to be here? <laughs> but no, it was really, really nice. Plebs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you were in America. Well, Canada, sorry, for your 30th. Yep, and I want to uh, move to Banff, just saying. Fair enough. <laughs> Piss off. Leave me here by myself. I've never loved you anyway. Uh, my 30th, because yours was on the 1st, yes. mine was on the 21st, yep. so three, can't believe you're three weeks older than me. I know. It's just, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I took the day off work, Emily did as well, and we uh, went to a Robocop. Awesome. I didn't get to see it. I wanted to, but just didn't get a chance. It, it was, I've heard what the other I've boys have mixed uh, reviews spoken about it, about it on um, Geeks Week Life. Yes, I'd heard mixed reviews, but mm. after I heard Todd and Wade talk about how great it was... Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, I trust their opinions, obviously. <laughs> well, actually, no, that's a lie. I'd never trust them on anything. But I figured if they can enjoy it, mm. it gives me hope. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It was a great homage to the original. There were great little, like, Easter eggs here and there. Yep. Great update. I love Joel McKinnon. Mm-hmm. He is a man crush. <laughs> He's, we're talking Ben Affleck man crush here. Oh, like for Todd. Yeah. Okay. And between and the fact that he's dating Olivia Munn from the newsroom and okay. I would do ungodly things for her. <laughs> I just want a Joel and Olivia sandwich. Okay, very good. I'm the meat in the middle. It's, can we change the topic, please? <laughs> so uh yeah, we went to a Robocop. I had a few drinks that night. You unfortunately weren't able to make it. You went to Toowoomba. No, I had to work. Oh no, that's right. I had yeah, to work yeah. that night. And uh went to Soundwave cool. the next day. Yep. But um talking of presents, like mm-hmm. you got your money and everything, uh, regular listeners and viewers of the videos, uh, people who see the photos on Facebook would know, Emily makes me shirts. Yes. She made you your Batman one. At Christmas time. Yep. Uh, I got two new shirts. Mm. One had been in the works for a while. Mm-hmm. It was a Star Trek fabric that I had actually uh, picked out when we were out shopping one time. Yep. Uh, it's got like uh, William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy's faces all over it. It's yep. got a bit of Enterprise here and there. It's all very. It's got the three colours of the shirts as mm-hmm. um, I think they're pentagons or something. And so that one I knew. Yeah. She hadn't said she was making it, but I knew she yeah. was. Like she'd do it when I go to work in the morning. The second one was a complete surprise, and holy crap! You know what we were talking about earlier with you, uh, with the snow, mm-hmm. Jess with the Disney princesses? Mm-hmm. It was a face of, like that, but with pure shock. Because <laughs> I had no idea what she'd done. She'd um, had this fabric. She'd done up the design herself. It is the overworld map from Legend of Zelda Link to the Past from Super Nintendo. See, I didn't know what it was till you told me. <laughs> Perfectly symmetrical. Like, it all lines up. The front... And the sleeves are yeah. the light world. The back is the dark world map. And when I opened that up, I just, I could not believe it. It was... So, you you know cried, when, didn't you? I did. You know when you have uh, those moments of when you get a present that you're not expecting and it's either like pure elation or you're just like, what the fuck is this? Yep. It was all a mix of that. I w- there was no disappointment. It was just pure 
Holy crap. Speaking of which, and I didn't mean to put this in this podcast, but you're talking about Nintendo just reminded me of something. Yeah. I took a photo of something for you in New York. Yes. Specifically for you. Yeah. What is this? The Oh, Nintendo World. Yes. Yeah, they've got the Pokemon Center in there. I didn't go in. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, game. It's not you. <laughs> yeah, but I saw it. I was like, oh, fuck, Steve would love that. And I took that photo specifically for you. Aww, and I hadn't had a chance to show I it to you until you, now. Darling. There you go. So, um, no, it was a quite geeky birthday. I Actually, you would have seen the other day. I got some belated uh, presents from mm-hmm. my best friend. Oh, I mentioned it earlier. I got the T-shirt that said, home is where the pants aren't. Yes. What did you get from your other best friend and his wife? Uh, the Geek Speak 30. I'll get back to that. <laughs> I got this uh, Zelda blanket. Yes. Where it's this white blanket with golden triforces all over it. Funny thing, it was as I opened it, Emily's first words were, oh, Minky's going to love that. You've met Minky. You fucking cat. The cat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's her blanket. Okay. She has co-opted it. She's usually a nice cat, but when she is on that, it has become known as the bitch blanket. Fair because enough. she becomes a bitch. What are they called? What is it when you're on it? <laughs> the blanket of love. <laughs> uh, yes, other best friend. If that's what you want to call yourself. Yeah, your sidekick. Now, we went, the boys, uh, after a very special event, uh, event uh, Todd, Wade, uh, Dan from the yep. crew, Emily, uh, your wife, Jess. Um, Danny. Danny came along as well, the lovely lass. Yes. We went to Southside Diner for yep. dinner in South Bank. We had the uh, Sidekick 30th, finally. Yes, finally. It, and it was good. It was it was nice, relaxed. It was I, the first time we'd all caught up in months. Absolutely. The restaurant is a favourite of Emily's and mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't stop going there. And so I'm like, guys, we have to go there. Great drinks, great food, like yeah. ribs and uh, buffalo wings and hot dogs and burgers. Uh, Wade got a um, Reuben. He did. He hadn't had one since he was in America. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you... Brought along my birthday present. I did. Because I'm a better oh. friend than you are. Yeah. We'll, we'll get <laughs> back to I that. Because I still haven't got my present from you yet. Uh, Brendan got me Transformers pajamas. <laughs> I was only going to give you the tops because it's like, it pointless giving you the bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've worn the pants more because there were some cold nights, but yeah. I don't wear a shirt. I just need to wear some pants. <clears throat> it's kind of the opposite of my <laughs> usual daily attire. Um, no, these awesome Transformers pajamas, which I would usually expect to find uh, online mm-hmm. or... At something like a, I, I got uh, some pajama pants years ago when I was in America from uh, Walmart or Target, mm-hmm. I believe. You don't get them over here. I, I've tried to find Transformers pajamas pants and stuff before. <laughs> Big W. I know. What the hell? I know, and it wasn't most likely from the kids section. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I can't remember why Jess and I were in there, but we're in there for something completely different. Yeah. Just walked past, and I was like, "Oh, Transformers pajamas." You know, it wasn't until that night back home, I was like. Fuck, I haven't got Steve a birthday present yet, and he would love those. <laughs> yep. Had to go back there the next day, <laughs> specifically to get the ju- pajamas. I don't know what you mean back there. You work No, next this is to when we were in Toowoomba. Oh, This wasn't okay, even from you. Brisbane, Big Toowoomba. W. This was Toowoomba, Big what W. The shit? I know. That, that ain't right. I know. But we've strayed way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of, yeah, you know, being a best friend and all. Yeah. Have you got your birthday present from me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I did let you know, like, because I'm trying to pay off a lot of debt. That is yeah, you the think, you think the listeners have it hard. No. They've waited two months, for, <laughs> two and a half months for a sidekick <laughs> podcast to be back. I'm waiting even longer for my fucking birthday present. Well, I, I did let you know straight away that, you know, I'm trying to pay off the debt. That's yep. why I, I unfortunately got into a lot of debt oh, look, a few just, years ago. Look, don't worry about it. 
they, they don't need to know. All the, the need is, to know is I'm hearing a shitload of excuses. You're not making with the gifts, and um, you know, until then you can get <laughs> fucked. What else do we want to talk about? Well, what I did want to actually <laughs> say is I do have your birthday present. Yeah. Well, I've got some of it. It's yeah. in the works. Oh god. And I can tell you right now <laughs> that when you do get it, yes, there will be a little happy party in your pants. <laughs> You'll be so elated, you'll be like, fuck yeah, best birthday present ever. Okay. Because, honestly, the best birthday present are the belated ones. Because it's the (laughs) birthday that just keeps on giving. That's true. So I'm just going to slot that in there. Okay. But no, I'm telling you now, you are going to absolutely love this. When I saw it, okay. We might have to do it on the podcast. Let me put it. Because I've given you gifts on the podcast. Let me put it this way. You're lucky you're getting it. Okay, Jesus. And it's not for me. Okay. I had to, I, there was so much inner conflict and turmoil <laughs> of, do I get this for myself? Do I get this for Brendan? Do I get this for myself? No, it's kind of, oh, fuck it, I'll get it for Brendan. Okay, I can't wait. Because I don't have something like this, mm. and so count your stars lucky, my friend. Okay, you I will. bastard, <laughs> you inconsiderate prick. Come on. Strain off topic. Yes. Sidekick 30th. Yes, mm. we did do dinner. It was a fantastic night. We even did a special podcast with Todd and we, Wade. We guested in a seg- section we of did. that week's Geek Speak Live. Because there was a very special event there was. that day. Now, th- again, this has happened since we recorded last. I didn't yep. even know this was going to exist nope. when we recorded last. If you haven't seen the Facebook page or listened to Geek Speak Live... And there is a video coming soon. There is. Two Saturday, two weeks ago today, actually, mm. um, Todd and I got to live out a dream. For me, it was a dream that was 25 years in the making. Yep. Um, the 89 Batmobile <laughs> was in town. A uh, 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 street legal replica of the, the, only, the only street, street legal. legal Batmobile in the of world. its kind in the world. Yes, it was in Brisbane for a little pop culture convention. Uh, what was it called? Pop Culture Bazaar or Alternative Expo? That's Bizarre? right. The pop, Brisbane Pop Culture Alternative Expo. Yeah, it was that's right. Um, the Bazaar's in June. Oh, that's right. And there's July, something July. else coming back to that one yeah. too. But uh, yeah, they had the street legal replica um, 89 Batmobile in town. And two, three days, actually, three days before I flew overseas, Yep. Wade posted a link on Facebook. You could buy joyrides in yep. a Batmobile. Now, I'm not going to lie. It was quite expensive. It gave you a 20-minute joyride in the Batmobile. Photo and, opportunity. And a 10, 10 minutes with the car. Basically, it's, you know, it sounds a bit weird when you say 10 minutes alone with the car. <laughs> but, it's, you know, it was, it was 10 minutes away, like you... And your friends with the car, not people from the public trying to yeah. get photos. You had exclusive access to the car to get because as many I'll, photos and things as you wanted. I can tell you now, there are plenty of people from the public that would just simply stop and take photos. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, particularly in Brisbane. So, yeah, the opportunity came up to have a ride in the Batmobile. And you were apprehensive about oh, well, it because I you saw were only it. a few days <clears throat> from flying away. Yeah, I saw it, saw the date, knew I'd be back, but then I saw the price and I came out and Jess was like, what? And I showed her my phone and I was just like, oh, my God. And she's like, how much is it? And I told her, and she looked at me, and she's just like, do it. She didn't even hesitate. She yeah. said, do it. I was like, but are you, like, we're about to go. Like, that's a lot of money. I don't know. And she said, do it. Like, how long have you wanted to do You'll this? You'll regret it for the rest when, of your life. When has the opportunity ever come up in the past? And that's when I thought, I said, okay, well, I've wanted this for 25 years. Yep. I said, this is the first opportunity I've had. I don't want to wait another 25 years regretting 
that I didn't do this. And then later on, she I think her real feelings came out when she said, I didn't want to have to listen to you complain for 25 yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> for another 25 years. And Todd was kind of the same because he had some, you know, some finances coming up and he was sort of ummed and art and, and his girlfriend, Danny, said the same thing. She's like... Babe, do it. Like, yeah. why, why are you even thinking just, about it? Just kind of like it. when I was over at BotCon, be, uh, being able to meet Peter Cullen, like I got to see the Optimus Prime Peter-built truck from mm-hmm. the first three movies. Yep. Uh, but I, I sat in line for over three and a half hours to get Peter Cullen's autograph. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the convention's going on around you. There was only a limited line. I arrived... Uh, like two hours before the actual convention Open, yeah. opened for the day mm-hmm. because you had to be there. Otherwise, they cut the line. Yep. And I'm sitting here thinking there's so much going on, but I'm like, if I don't Leave get this, this order, because yeah. that was my whole point of going there. I wanted to meet the people. I wanted to get the uh, artwork like mm-hmm. I was talking about before <clears> with the commissions. I thought if I leave now, I will regret it for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah, and honestly, that's what it was like too. I, I knew I was going to regret it. Yep. So um, two days before I flew out, um, I went up to Toowoomba to see the family before we left, went into Kaboom, Todd and I booked our seats and we were, couldn't wait. And a very big thank you to Zach, the yeah. owner of the Batmobile for allowing you guys to have yours at the same time because we did get to do stuff with yeah, well, they, did, they did have to do some shuffling around and they actually did ours after hours um, of the mm. sort of the day that they were setting up for the expo because it had that much interest in it. Yeah. The expo was on the Sunday, but had to run the Batmobile rides all, all day, day on Saturday. the Saturday and on the Friday. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. know the Friday as well. The Friday, and they did it at a different location on the Friday, not uh, at not at R and A. Now we've actually, funnily enough, we've actually seen that Batmobile before. Yeah, it was at Sydney Supernova. The photo that you and I have that we've used for Geekspeak Sidekick photos yeah. before of us standing in front of it—that's the same <laughs> that's Batmobile. The Batmobile. Yeah. So he takes it around to uh, the conventions and stuff. He after the, he was done at the expo up here, he was actually doing some Make a Wish stuff, mm-hmm. uh, yep. Make a Wish Foundation stuff down at the Gold Coast, and stuff yeah. like that. And Black Milk did a promotional shoot with the car for I their Batman line. I still haven't seen that. No, no, I he haven't seen any photo of the photos. On his Facebook page. Oh, I must have missed them. Yeah, but awesome, awesome day. Yeah, like I, I had been feeling a bit under the weather mm-hmm. in recent times, and you know, worn out from work and everything, and I thought. You know, I'll, I'll go along to this. I thought it was just you and Todd going along. Wade no. was going along for a bit of other stuff. Then you're like, no, 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 you're coming along too. And I'm thinking, see, this is more your thing. Once I got there, oh, to <laughs> yeah. see that thing spit flames. Yep. <laughs> and you actually got to go for a 20-minute drive around yep. Brisbane. Sort of around parts of the valley and yep. sort of R&A and stuff. I, you have well, if ne- you're going to drive anywhere, drive around the valley. Yeah. You have never seen... Mobile phones come out of pockets so, so quickly. quickly. Um, you turn around a corner and people would just like their jaws would drop and the phones would come out so fast and try and film. How we didn't cause car accidents, I yeah. don't know. <clears throat> We'd be at a set of lights stopped and cars would be coming around the corner. Cars would stop in the middle of the street to take photos. to take a photo or just to, like stop and stare and. It was it was fucking insane because when you see it like we saw it at Supernova, mm. yeah, it's there. You take a photo, but with you it. don't expect if you're it to at be movie driving... world and they're driving in the parade. Yeah. You expect that. You don't expect to be out driving on a Saturday afternoon and see the fucking Batmobile <laughs> go past you. And that's what I said to him. I was like, dude, if I was 
if I didn't know you were in town and I just happened to be driving and you came around the corner, I said, I, I don't care where I was. Said, I would chuck a fucking U-turn and yep. I would be on your ass. <laughs> I don't care I if you're care. driving back to Sydney. I'm driving. As Dan said at one stage from the crew, he's like, he said, if I was driving and saw that thing, he said, I would follow it off the edge of a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> it was a beautiful car. Was it you or Todd uh, during your ride, uh, there was the police officer? Uh, that was Todd. I was following in Wade's uh, car. We yeah, were getting yeah. some footage. And yeah, the cops saw, because he actually drove past a police station and this, this policeman was out on the footpath and he saw them and he just smiled and sort of gave him a wave and a thumbs up. And when they'd driven past, because I was in the car behind, I mm. could still see the policeman. He was just standing there with this big grin on his face. I, I actually asked Zach, how, being that it's the only street legal one, he's been offered an exorbitant amount of money for that from a guy in... um. The Emirates, I think. Yeah, he United was. Emirates? He told me he was offered because um, of being a big Bond fan as yeah. well. When he'd first had it built, he was offered a uh, Aston, new Aston Martin DB5 yeah. d- straight no, swap. No, Aston Martin Vanquish. Vanquish, yeah, a straight swap. Yeah, no money, just swap cars. Hell no. Nope. <laughs> um, but I was saying to him, like, how often do you get pulled up? Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, one in three times. But it's never because he's been a silly bugger. No. It's just because the cops want to take a photo with it. We get it. a photo with it, yeah. Oh, mate, look, big, big tick off the bucket list. And a big thank you to Zach for allowing us to, you know, come along, you know, the extras of us. You yeah. know, I'd, I hadn't bought a ticket. And like our one. Um, I got to take a photo sitting in it. In and, the car. Like, yeah, some of these photos I think I, I, I got in... to take some photos on the car. Yeah, I think some of these photos you'll probably see in future issues of, <laughs> um, of Psychic <laughs> for the photo. But, you know, there was a foot-in-mouth moment for me, like you, you brought up earlier, you wanted oh, to touch on, where, where yes. I was interviewing Zach, and I did say, in the heat of the moment, but I, look, I did say, I put it on Front Street, I did say that it was one of the best days of my life, what I have said it was the no, best day of my life. you said after. And uh, my lovely wife was standing over Wade's shoulder, who was filming it, and she, the look on her face was sort of one of utter disgust, and she just held up her wedding ring, <laughs> to which I was sort of going to ignore and keep going with the interview, but Zach saw it, and then he was like, oh, I think your wife might have something to say about that. <laughs> look, in my defense, it's all relative. And the next day, I actually caught up with um, one of our loyal listeners, Grace. It was her birthday. Yes. And I told her the story, and she put it in terms that is exactly exactly how I felt. She said there's a difference between normal life and your geeky life. Oh, yeah. I was like, exactly. Thank you. I said, in terms of my geeky life, it was one of the best days of my life. I mean, fuck, I got to ride in the fucking Batmobile. So I don't regret what I said. I don't take back what I said. It's all relative. (laughs) And there you go. And Jess understands You say it's all relative, but seeing that mighty fine dent in the couch from where you've been sleeping for the last oh, few up. weeks. <laughs> and Jess is just stirring me up for the most part anyway. Trying it, to make it, me it was bad. a fantastic day. I'm so grateful to, that I was able to actually come along and see mm. that because I said to um because you guys wanted me to actually interview Zach. Well, I, I thought you and I would. It, it would. But I said to you guys, this is a you thing. Mm. Like, this is your moment. Yeah. This was... It would be like if someone turned up with the um, Camaro Bumblebee from yeah. Transformers and said, I got to go on a ride in it and we got to interview. That would be me. Well, let's put it in this perspective. This was your moment. The next one that they're doing is in July. At the Bazaar. The Bazaar. And they're having um, the DeLorean, a now, Back to the Future custom-built 
DeLorean. Now, I wonder if that's the Brisbane guy. I've seen him in the media before. He's done up a DeLorean exactly the same, like, complete replica Probably of is. the one from um, Back to the Future. Now, the way they're advertising it, they're not doing joyrides this time, but the car's going to be there. Yeah. I want to go and film a piece for it. Well, because he said before, because he drives it everywhere. It's the same as the Batmobile, completely mm-hmm. street legal, mm-hmm. despite all the modifications. And he was asked once, you know, why isn't this in storage or like why isn't this just simply um kept at home like you would want to take care of it and he's like i didn't do it for me i did it well i did it for me but i did it for everyone it's yeah. to be admired and it's not going to be admired simply sitting in a garage actually um it reminds me too while i was at universal studios uh, there's a new little thing there that wouldn't have been there last time like a little museum thing i got yeah. to see the hero car from back to the future like the hero car that they drove in. Oh, like, the actual one. The actual DeLorean. Oh, yeah. that would have been really cool. It was cool. Because I, I, I went, I was part of the, the, there was a three-stage thing when I went into Universal Studios that there was a Back to the Future thing where they had the clock tower and they had yeah, the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had a Harry and the Hendersons thing. <laughs> wow, I was actually that's going back. I was actually part of it. I did Harry's Raw. Oh, cool. And I was a little kid. I was only about probably eight years old. And I get called up, and they bring down people to do all these uh, sound like effects. Like the old movie tour at Movie World. Yeah, they've got someone waving the big sheet of metal to make exactly thunder like and all the old this. Movie and, tour. The, and the guy says, um, you know, uh, when the little red light, yeah, when the uh, light goes red on the microphone, do a big roar. Mm-hmm. And you farted. <laughs> no. Everything starts, you know, they're doing all the sound effects, and there's no little red light, so I don't yeah. do anything. Yeah. He's like, what'd you do? He's like, there was no red light. And he's like, okay, we'll try it again. Happens again. There's no yeah. red light. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm cupping my hands around this thing going, <laughs> no, no, there's definitely no red light on. Third time's a charm. Red light comes on. I'm like, ah, as you know, deep as my eight-year-old voice could go. So about the same as you did then. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> go back to the crowd and everything. Yeah. Wasn't until we get back to Australia and get photos developed that I found out Harry made an appearance. Oh, really? When I did the roar, he was standing over my shoulder. Oh, okay. With his arms over me and everything. <laughs> no fucking idea. <laughs> Didn't awesome. find out till like weeks later. Yeah, because of course Harry photos actually, weren't instant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually part of it. Speaking of 30th. Yes. On my actual 30th back in mm. Banff in Canada, um, within 24 hours of my 30th, there was some qu- uh, quite some big news broke that I've been wanting to get your opinion on because we haven't haven't recorded. No. Jesse Eisenberg. Lex Luthor. Was cast as Lex Luthor. And Jeremy Irons is out. Now, I just want to say this right up the top. I guarantee you, because Lex, the character of Lex Luthor, that warranted a, a, being its own use. Yes. Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. I believe they also announced Jeremy Irons as Alfred at the same time because everyone's reaction to Jesse Eisenberg would have been, what the fuck? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Whereas Jeremy Irons is Alfred. Everyone was like, oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely believe that's why they were announced at I'm, the same time. In terms of Jeremy Irons, I think he'll do the part great, but... I think it'll be I'm more not, the hard-assed Alfred that I'm we've never really seen on screen before. I'm a fan of the person. Yeah. His view... He has... I was watching Charlie Brooker's Weekly Wipe recently, and they yep. were doing a lot of um, shots of people talking about, I think it was a gay marriage act or something yep. over in a... Uh, in, the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way Jeremy Irons spoke about it, I just sat there and thought, how could somebody be so ignorantly stupid? Okay. So, shit person. Yep, good actor. 
good actor. Okay. Kind of like uh, Orson Scott Card. Yep. Deplorable person. I would <laughs> rather author. see that man burn in a thousand layers of hell. Yep. Great author. Great author, yeah. Uh, so Jeremy Irons I was a little mm, about just mm-hmm. because he's a prick. Uh, but I reckon he'll do the part justice. I reckon yep. they're, they're kind of going along with the... Listen, I reckon the hard-ass, like the Earth One. Kind Earth One. Yep. Um, what's the... Beware the Batman. Beware the Batman cartoon, that kind of one. Jesse Eisenberg took me about a minute to go, fuck yes. Yeah, I was the same. Because... The only thing that makes you question it is the aesthetic. Because you, you don't... Every, we don't know what aesthetic they're going for. Are they going for hair or are they going for bald? And, but, you know, in for terms me, of, when you're looking at the character... Simply watch Social Network. Exa- exactly and what I now said. Now you see me. Yep. He does a smug prick far too he well. He can play an asshole very, very well. And he that's is, got me excited that's, about it. Yeah. Take away the visual. Mm-hmm. Simply go for the character. He's got it in spades. Yep. I was, yeah, it only took me about a minute of going because I was focusing on the. Um, the I've got a photo you, you of him. Think, you think straight away, you think Lex Luthor, big guy, quite tall, bald, bald dude. head. And then I just think, that's what everyone kept going to Brian Cranston. Yeah, apparently it's come out that he was never even approached. No, oh, it was just what the fans because he look he's at a what happened guy. with like Dark uh, coming up to Dark Knight Rises or was it Dark Knight? They're talking about um, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as the Penguin yeah. and so Robin Williams as, or in, Eddie Murphy as the Joker. It's just people people's have ideas. in their head they they think of an actor not so much of not I guess not that none of these people could act, but they think of what. The, the visual. Yeah. And oh, this guy would look awesome as <clears> it. But, yeah. But are they going to bring the right character to it? And yeah, so as soon as I stopped looking at the photo, I've just gone, oh yeah, he's a smug prick. He's going to do this well. And to the, I guess to the world's credit, the internet didn't melt down the way I was expecting it to. No, no. There was more, there was a lot more flack for fleck. Yeah. But, <laughs> I like the, well hey, done. Hello. Well done. Coin in that one. <laughs> Trademark. Trademark. Speak sidekick. Um, copyright. Uh, no, I'm, I'm really excited to see what he could bring to it. And I kind of like that they're going for the younger version yeah. as well. Not an old one. Kind of Michael Rosenbaum. Mm. That kind of age. Because, you know, Henry Cavill isn't an uh, old person. Not old, no. He's not old. And Affleck's meant to be older. He's meant to be the older one. So yeah. that could be a good dynamic as well, mm. is you've got Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne, two and billionaires. And I can't wait for that. The dynamic of the young billionaire. The smarmy little prick and the old guy. And the who, wizened yep. hard-ass. I'm looking forward to and it. And then you've also got the, the juxtaposition of that is Lex has earned his million, like his millions. Bruce was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Yes. That's another dynamic they could play yeah. on. But also, the night I went to Hollywood Babylon... That night, as I was getting ready, mm. the announcement came out that they've pushed that movie back to 2016. Another year. Yeah. Which is insane because we were expecting, it's been spoken of many times in the last couple of months, that by... Next year. By the end of this year, we no, have February, trailers. March, and... we were expecting the first looks mm. of the costumes and they keep pushing it back. Yeah. I want to see the damn costume. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Uh, I, I saw Gal Gadot got a bit of flack for her photo she put up of putting up, um, she's training Muscle for Wonder and, Woman and yeah. everyone's like, oh, she doesn't look. I'm like, piss off, you fucking It's a dicks. fucking progress shot. <laughs> she's bulking up. And it, does she have to be completely ripped? No. No. But anyway, I, I, that's that's sort of the Batman Superman news. Other movie stuff that dropped while uh, we've been on a bit of a hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching, it happened the day of the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. 
Transformers 4, Age of Extinction, the first teaser, mm-hmm. like the little 30-second trailer spot uh, yes. went up. We've had a trailer come out since then too, haven't yep. we? Yeah. Good Lord. I was I'm just, just letting you take the lead on this because... So, all I'm going to say is Optimus Prime riding Grimlock. <laughs> a yeah. giant fucking space T-Rex. There you go. Deal with it. Yeah. Funnily enough, they've actually re-released that trailer mm-hmm. with updated CGI. Oh, cool. Apparently, there was a bit of um, annoyance that it it looked like incomplete CGI, which to me, I didn't notice it. I didn't. But there are shots in it now where they've added more colouring and all the stuff, but actual whole new parts. There's a bit in the trailer where uh, Optimus Prime gets blown away. Mm-hmm. They've now got... An, you can't quite see what he's on. It looks like he was on a car or something. He's actually on the villain, who I'm not going okay. to reveal. Yeah. But now they've actually put in his arm and his cannon and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, and then they did bring out uh, the full-length trailer, which has mostly um, Nicola Peltz from Bates Motel mm-hmm. screaming, Dad! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's going hey, more in the doing? story come of um, Optimus, yeah, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> buys this truck. The ori- what? No. It looks like it, the colouring's all um, dark and everything. People had speculated, the fans had speculated for months about who it actually was. Mm-hmm. It is actually Optimus Prime. It's based on the original Optimus Prime. Oh, cool. The old flat nose truck. Yep. Uh, and you've got Kelsey Grammer, uh, Stanley Tucci, uh, Titus Welliver is Look, playing a villain. Like I've said, this is a movie I do for the. When I first see this movie, I do want to try and go with you. Definitely, because you're coming along. It's a movie. That, I'll be honest, and I'm not having to go with you here. It's a movie I'm not excited about. Nope. I if if we weren't doing this show and I didn't know you. I wouldn't even go and see it at the cinemas. But you want to see my face like you saw Jess's face I, at the well, Disney Well, no, I want, to, I want to get G'd up for the movie because yeah. I know how excited you'll be about it. And that's, you know, I, I want to be part Look, of it. Look, I've often said it, you know, I know the films aren't that spectacular. Like, Revenge of the Fallen, when you look at it, is a shit film. Mm. But I fucking love it. Because it's Transformers. It's Transformers. As much ridicule as Michael Bay gets, he's yeah. an amazing action director. Mm-hmm. And... It's the only chance I'm going to. I get to see giant transforming robots that I've loved for my entire life mm. come to life on a big screen. Sort of in a similar vein. I'm going to segue here a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know how you said you know you love Transformers. You yep, love yep. seeing the opportunity to see them and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh god, yeah. You, every, you know, it's no fucking secret how much of a Batman fan I mm-hmm. am. Okay. Um, while while I was away, um, there was another announcement regarding. I think we've talked about it. We did, actually, we talked about it on our play date months ago when it was first announced, mm. the Gotham TV series. Oh, yes. And it was shaping up. To, it sounded like very much it was going to be Gotham Central. Based around based, the police department. Based around the TV show. Uh, late last year, I don't know if we talked about this or not, um, on a Fat Man on Batman episode, Kevin Smith and Paul Dini just started spitballing yeah. this episode. And they kind of t- created um, and made several seasons worth of plot for a Batman show. Yep. And it focused on like a young Bruce Wayne and, and everything. And the fans online just loved it. Like, make it. this show. Like, this is the show we want to see. While I was away, another announcement came out about the Gotham TV show that the pilot was going to start filming in February. And all of a sudden, the the, the, the plot of the show... It had slightly been of altered. changed. And it sort of... Bring, you know, we're going to focus on a young Bruce Wayne. Yeah, He's going to go to when school. They, be young because originally they said, oh, Bruce Wayne may appear as a child and everything. But then yeah. it's suddenly... 
Bruce and, Wayne will be going to school. And it kind of seemed like they took they sealed, saw the reaction to the idea that Kevin had. Yep. And were like, fuck, we're doing a show based in Gotham. And they sort of, it seems like they've mashed the two ideas together. And he even talks about it on a Fat Man on Batman in January. He's like, yeah, you know, Paul and I are going to contact our lawyers. And he makes a bit <laughs> of a joke about it. But he's like, look, he said, they didn't contact us. We didn't contact them. This could just be complete coincidence. Coincidence. But the point I wanted to make is... How you, you know, you say, oh, so excited about seeing Transformers, blah, blah, blah. You would think that I would be frothing at the mouth waiting for this show because it is a Batman yeah, TV, TV show. show. Weekly dose of Batman mm. on TV and everything. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And it's not because I think it's going to be bad or anything. Like Ben McKenzie's been cast as Gordon. Ben like, McKenzie from the OC and Southland, who... Yeah. Harvey Bullock being played by Donald Logue, mm-hmm. people thought for a while he was actually playing Gordon. Yeah, because again, the aesthetic. Going with the aesthetic. Yep. Um, he looks great as Bullock. The official photo got released yesterday. Sean Pertwee as Alfred. Yes. Now, that is another. Doctor Who, I've known him more from Skins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in. Uh, was he in 28 Days later? 28 weeks later? He um He's a very hard nut. Mm. He's going along, I feel, with that. Batman Earth One. Yeah. Uh, well, I keep forgetting the name of the card. Beware the Batman. Yep. Uh, that cartoon, the the hard military driven, mm. um, like a arms dealer kind of guy. Yeah. But yeah, my point is, you'd think that I'd just be, you know, couldn't wait for the show yep. to come out. You know what? I'm just kind of like, yeah. About see it. how it goes. Do you know why? Why? Because I'm getting such a weekly superhero fix from Arrow, uh, that to be honest, if this Gotham show never even existed, never came about, you'd be happy with Arrow? I wouldn't care. Now, I'm going to preface this. I haven't you haven't watched, caught up. I haven't watched Arrow since, I think I may have watched the first episode after the break, because mm-hmm. it was um, Barry's in hospital. Yes. Um, and Felicity wasn't in the episode. She'd gone to I may have seen Central one or City. two episodes yeah. then, because I saw when she came back. Mm-hmm. Haven't watched Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. since A Magical Place. It's actually gotten... When it's they finally reveal uh, what happened with um, uh, Coulson. Coulson, yeah. What actually happened to him. Mm-hmm. May have seen the episode after that. Whichever one had the, the train. The tra- you seen the one on the train? It was yeah. a good episode. That you was only, a missed, you Emily, only missed, I think, two or three episodes. Emily loved that, that episode. That was a great episode. She said that was what she was expecting from the whole series. That was the last episode, I think, before they had the break for the Olympics. Oh, that's why I haven't seen so much is the Olympics. Now everything started back. I'm yeah, but now it's, it. it's not back till April 1st. Oh, it wasn't on hell. this week and Arrow wasn't on. Like, anyway, don't get me started on that. But yeah, man... Arrow is just so good at the moment. I do need to catch up because we want to. You you suggested the other day you want to do a bit of a finale viewing. Get some yeah, a bit of a viewing party. I'll bring my blanket. But oh yeah, man. I, honestly, and it's Green Arrow is not. It's a character I've liked, but it's not anywhere near the level of my love for Batman. No. And I said, there's going to be a Batman show next season coming out. And you know what? I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'll watch it. I wonder if I can't wait for Arrow. Is it because you're not actually seeing a Batman show? Because Batman himself is not going to be in it. You've got the characters. You've got Selina Kyle. You've got Oswald Cobblepot. You've Mm. got a young Bruce Wayne. But when we say young, I saw a photo before. He's tiny. <laughs> yeah, he is. He, it, it's not Batman. And see, this is the thing. And I guess it could be the same can be said for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This is yeah. my take on the whole thing. Everyone's up, you know, hanging shit on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's like, you know what? It's a good show. It's a great comic book show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. If you want a great 
weekly superhero show. And Watch it's the we? first superhero, and I mean full-on superhero show, in fucking yet. Mm. I don't even know what the last one would have been. Because even Smallville doesn't count. Really? Re- well, I mean, you know, because he was never... If you want to go for the whole, uh... like, Batman's not in it... Superman was never really in Smallville. Well, has he actually been titled Green Arrow yet? Well, he, well, the Arrow. The Arrow. And he's got the mask now. He, well, yeah, I saw um, Barry make the mask yeah. for him. But, man, it's just so fucking good. And it is it is satisfying me on a level where I don't even feel like I need a fucking weekly show that's set in Gotham City. And that, for me, is it's saying something. Uh, well, speaking of Barry as well, the first photos of the Flash costume have come out. Copped a bit of flack. Copped a bit of flack on the first, Geekspeak first, page, actually. First, there was the portrait shot, the side... The side-on shot, yeah. The side-on portrait. Then there was a few on-set, unofficial photos. Yeah. So then they quickly released a full costume shot. I love it. I thought it was fine. It, it's going with the aesthetic that they have developed and built with Arrow. And the other thing it is, It doesn't too, need to be bright red spandex. It looks form and functional. Yeah. It's got a beautiful maroon tinge because it, I can understand not wanting to run around in a bright red thing. Yeah. Like, look at Green Arrow. He's usually bright emerald and, green. Yeah. He is a, well, he's usually bright green. He's really gone more that dark emerald. It, it's one of those things, too. Like, those photos we were seeing are set photos. Mm. I, and, the, you know, the photos of him running and stuff and jumping. I'm sure there's going to be special effects set over the top of that. Like, it's not just going to be a skinny... flash. Yeah, it's not going to be a skinny kid, you know. No. Speaking of which, guess what I've been watching? Uh... I never, ever watched it as a kid. I found it by means I have been watching the original Flash series from the 90s with John Wesley Ship in it. Actually, I've because... never seen it before. I'm about six or seven episodes I, see, in. See, I saw a bit of it as a kid and I thought it was actually a movie and no. then recently it was only a few months ago I put it up on the Geekspeak Facebook page yeah it was on 7-2 or 7-mate one day the the trickster one where I think they put a couple of episodes no, together no, no, no. no it was the pilot oh yep yep which yep. was movie length because I watched movie it movie length yep. I didn't realise it was then it was actually a pilot of the TV as a kid. Now I know it's a TV series that had Mark Hamill as the trickster. Yeah. The one thing that I've really noticed in it is everybody knows my love of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. The score in that show was done by Shirley Walker. Shirley Walker did the music a couple of years later for uh... Batman the Animated Series. So every episode I'm just like, oh, this is so like, you can tell that like this was like her training or yeah. she, cause you know, something will happen and there'll be brassy like, bah, 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 bah. like it's just like Batman, the animated series. It's, it's, you know, aside from it being very fucking nineties. Yeah. It's not a bad show. You talking about score just reminded me something I have been doing in our little hiatus. Mm-hmm. I've been on quite a pirate, uh, kick as in, will. as in yar, not like, as in a yar, <laughs> land home, me hearties. Oh, because you did tell me uh, when we caught up one day very briefly about um, the guy who was in the In Excess miniseries. He's in, a, is it Black Flag or Black something? Black Sails. Black Sails. Uh, it's I a haven't seen it yet. show. The guys who do um, Spartacus and mm-hmm. all that, they did a show called Black Sails. Now, the boys have spoken about this on Geek Speak Live. They have, yeah. I've been dying to talk about it because I didn't find out about it until a couple of days before it aired. Mm-hmm. They released the first episode. I, I may have spoken about this. Not they sure. released the first episode on YouTube. Okay. Full 1080p, whole episode. It wasn't until about two weeks later that they actually played it on the traditional mediums like oh, TV networks. And it's set 20 years before the events of Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. 
So yes, the guy I can't remember his name. He played um, Michael Hutchins in that series recently. Never tear us apart. Yeah, he plays John Silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Ryan, uh, who going on a little bit of a stretch here as to how many fans may know this, was the voice of Bumblebee in the Transformers movies. Oh god! At the end of the first movie, he does actually speak. Yeah. Um, Mark Ryan, he plays Mr. Gates, who is amazing. Tom Hopper as Billy Bones, just massive, massive kid. Just, you can't help but love him. But the best part of the show for me has been the opening sequence. Yeah. Haven't seen an opening sequence done so well since, I'm sorry, Game of Thrones, but you've been replaced. Um, Bear McCrary does the score. He did Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Which... Leading up to the end of uni, whenever I had a free moment and when I was working and I have a bit of time, I was re-watching all of Battlestar Galactica. I start hearing this music. I'm like, that's got a really kind of... They do it, it. It sounds like it's made on instruments that were available at the time of when it's set. Mm-hmm. Like really coppery drums and wiry strings. And But I'm listening to it. I'm like, that sounds very BSG. And then, sure enough, <laughs> listen to you. Music by Bear McCrary. Yeah, eight episodes. Season one just finished. I'll have to check it out. Uh, just uh, finished the other day. It's already been announced for season two. Mm-hmm. It was uh, brought on for season two when they first showed a bit of it at San Diego Comic Con last year. Oh wow! There was the such fan a reaction? fan reaction that they immediately signed for season two. That's awesome. Which unfortunately can't be said for Almost Human, which recently finished. You talked about that on a previous... That was the one uh, with... Um, Carl Urban yeah, and Carl Michael Urban. Ely. Uh, brilliant sci-fi. Haven't seen sci-fi that good in a TV show in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Problem is, they're 13-episode season. They haven't renewed for a second. They haven't even said, okay, we'll fill it out to a full 22 or whatever episode season. Yep. It is quite an expensive show to make, apparently. Yeah, it sounded like it. It just sucks when it was played out of order because it wasn't completely syndicated. But also, they set up a lot of stuff that you want to see the rest of. Yeah. But uh, going back to Pirates, for my birthday, I bought a treat for myself. I bought my own present. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to preface this with, I have never, despite being the gamer that I am, Mm -hmm. I have never been interested in Assassin's Creed. Okay. Ever. Yeah. Todd and I were talking about it, and he's the same, where he sees, you have a look at it, and you're like, I feel like I should be a fan of this. I'm not. It's like me with games in general. <laughs> yeah. So never had any interest, but then between watching uh, Black Sails, mm-hmm. and uh, because with the, all the new consoles, especially PS4, you've got the streaming ability. Mm-hmm. Um, when I've gone to Penny Arcade occasionally to read the latest comic, they've been streaming Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, yep. which is the latest game, and it's Pirates, mm-hmm. which... Again, when I, it was announced, I'm like, seriously, what is this? Assassin's Creed 4, Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> like, seriously, I just had no interest whatsoever. Yeah, kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean. Between watching Black Sails and them um, uh, Penny Arcade streaming it, I just got to this point where it's like, I need this game. Yeah. I Any free moment I have now, I'm playing it. Oh, good. So that's what you've been doing for the last Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> you know how Todd spoken before about when he'd get home from work, he'd chuck in Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. the Wild West one. Yep. And he wouldn't do any missions. He'd just simply... Just wander about. Just jump on a horse, wander about, go hunting and stuff like that. Yeah. Think of that, but I'm doing it with a pirate ship uh, sailing around the West Indies Seas. Cool. 
my pirate ship is fully upgraded. It is the completely specced out. You cannot get any more upgraded. The best armor, the best cannons, everything. Fully stocked, as I'm Q would say. Forty-one percent through the game. <laughs> Because, oh yeah, I'm meant to go here for my main mission. No, nah, fuck, fuck that. that. I'm going to go hunt great white sharks. <laughs> Takes two humpback whales to make a pistol holster. Oh, God. And you feel so bad doing the whaling um, bits right now with all that stuff yeah. and sh- killing sharks when all that shit's been yeah, going on. it's a on. game. It's not real. But I spend, I'll, if I've got half an hour, I'll just basically sail around attacking other ships, boarding <laughs> them, fucking them up, and taking their loot. Oh, very good. It, I... I cannot express this enough. I don't see it as an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Yes, there it's are the, the Assassin's... Brand. It's the brand, and the, this, there's this whole meta part to it where you're also in the future, and I don't like that, so that's why I'm not playing the main missions, because I don't want to have to go back to it. I don't see it as an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, it's cool running around doing the Assassin's missions and killing people. Mm-hmm. I see this as a really fucking awesome Pirate. pirate sandbox game. Cool. I cannot recommend it more highly. I, how if, many how many green booties would you give it? I'm giving it four and a half out of five green booties. Okay. It, it, if, if you're like me and you've always sat there going, uh, Assassin's Creed, if you're a pirate fan and you have a PS3, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, whatever you can play it on, get this game. Okay. I've... We like pirates when we're kids, right? Yeah, yeah. actually, I went through a pirate phase. I've always been more, you know, robots over pirates, all that sort of thing. I'm a sci-fi person. Yeah. This has rekindled a lost love of how awesome pirates are. Okay. So I I cannot recommend it more highly. Four and a half out of five green booties. Cool. Do you mind if I review something? Yeah, go for it. I bought, I said earlier, I bought a couple of novels at um, Midtown Comics. You got me York. one. I did. Yeah, from yeah, it was in Canada. Oh yeah. Um, I bought a couple of Batman novels. Yes. Um, I saw. I, I grabbed um, two stories that I'd never seen before, and I also grabbed the novelization of Batman Begins. Oh. Because okay. I, you could, for some reason, that never got released in Australia. Yeah, they always bring out novelizations. Dark did Dark Knight Rises did? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd never saw Batman Begins, so I grabbed that. Got another uh, two other novels. I've read one of them. I have read um, Batman Fear Itself by Michael Reeves and Stephen Elliott Altman. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really bloody good. It's very different to other Batman novels that I've read. Um, it's a lot better than the last Batman novel I read. No offense to Todd, because he did give me this for Christmas two, <laughs> <coughs> two years ago. And I was really excited to read it. I couldn't wait to get it. It was a book called Wayne of Gotham. Yep. It was the worst Batman novel I've ever read. Oh, really? Oh, I, it, it was... It took me ages to get through it just because I didn't want to read it. Yeah. I hated it. But anyway, um, this book, the exact opposite. It was great. And it wasn't your standard Batman story. It was kind of more of a a mystery. There wasn't there wasn't that much Batman action in it, to be honest. Speak, I, I see it's called Fear Itself. I'm assuming yeah. it's about Scarecrow. It It is, but the story's that way where you're kind of like, is it Scarecrow? Mm. It's quite quite a mystery. And the characters that they have in it... Are, are very well developed and they keep you entertained enough that you're not yeah. going, oh, fuck, can you just get to the Batman stuff? <laughs> it was kind of like the Nolan films in that way. You're not just like, oh, fuck, can you put on the cow, please? Yeah. It it was, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm probably going to give it four four green booties out of five. Now, you bought me a book over there. Yes. Because I, I can see another book you've got here is written by Alex Irvine. Yeah, it's another one, Batman Inferno. It's about the Joker. I haven't, I'm, I'm going to start it next week. I haven't read it yet. Well, I, uh, last... 
last birthday, uh, well, two birthdays ago, a year ago now, mm-hmm. I bought Transformers Exodus and Exiles. Yes. Which uh, Hasbro tried to make this whole aligned continuity thing where everything mixes in, like, these books also go in with the games that they brought out, like War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron. It also goes in with the live-action movies. It also goes in with the Transformers Prime series. Mm-hmm. I say, fuck that. I see it as a standalone thing. Yep. Now, great books, because you've got characters doing all different shit on all different things. Yep. That's why I see them as standalone. Finally got around to reading them, because during my long work days, there are moments where it's quiet for a little bit. So I've been... They discourage digital devices, mm-hmm. but they find me reading a book. What if you want to read it on a Kindle or something? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I've been bringing books. So I finally got around to reading both of them. Mm-hmm. And I got to the end of Exiles, and they've introduced these new, um, a new faction called the Star Seekers, which Transformers right. Space Pirates. Pirates. Yep. <laughs> Yar. Uh, which is what they're doing for um, the BotCon theme this year for mm-hmm. their uh, exclusive figures. Anywho, I got to the end, I'm like, Damn it, I want to continue this story. You got me a Transformers book. Yeah, there was a little bookshop in Canada and I was I'd bought something already and I walked out of the shop and just happened to see to my left a little little stand. It didn't say new release, nothing no. highlighting it. And there was a couple of paperbacks on there and I just saw a, a Transformers head. I'm like, oh, Grabbed it, wasn't, you know, I was like, oh, shit, that's quite cheap. Oh, fuck it, I'll get it for Steve. Chances are he's probably got it, but now nah, fuck him, he can have it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and turns out you didn't even know it existed. <laughs> didn't even know it existed because I've been waiting for the next Alex Irvine book. Mm-hmm. This is written by two other guys. Can't remember their names. I looked at it because I started reading it once I finished my other one. Mm-hmm. I was a bit thrown off because at the back it says, you know, before the animated series. Well, there's so many animated series. And especially because the look on the cover is the it's from the Transformers Prime designs. Yep. So I was like, oh, what's going on here? I start it. Starts with the Star Seekers. I'm like, holy shit, it's a direct continuation. Yeah. The I did good. You did. <laughs> I looked at it. Copyright 2014. Yeah, it's only just come out. I've even been on the wikis and no one is even mentioning it. Like, no one has updated. It is that new. Complete fluke. Already finished it. <laughs> yeah. Finished it at work the other day because I do, I'm just powering through books right now. Mm. But what I wanted to ask you, because you've been reading novels. Mm-hmm. I've been reading no- I haven't read a comic in two months. Yeah. I have probably seven weeks worth of comics piled up that I haven't even got to reading. What, uh, reading as a novel, is it different to reading as a comic for you? It is. I think just because of the detail they can go into. But I... I do enjoy I do enjoy reading, but I it does take a lot to suck me into a good novel. Um, whereas, because, you know, I'll look at a novel and then I'll look at, say, a comic or a graphic novel yep. and I'll go towards that. Because I know, because I'm not the, I'm not, you know, I'm not stupid, but I'm not the fastest reader in the world. No. It could take me, like, that novel there took me, like, two weeks and to get through. And let's say it's about an inch and a half thick. Yeah, I just, I'd probably, I go towards those, I think, for the fact that, I know I could punch out maybe two or three graphic novels in the time it would take me to read one novel. I'm kind of the same, but it's also because you're drawn to the visuals. Yeah. But what... Because, see, where I stand is with Batman, okay, I can understand you don't really need to see the visuals. You know what Batman looks like. Yeah, Transformers is a bit different. That's where I have always had trouble with Transformers novels, Mm -hmm. which is why I have never really read them until recently. Yeah. It's because, to me... There is so much in the visual of that. Every There's so many characters that are all potentially 
designed in so many different ways. Yeah. Like, I'll read through it, and the amount of different uh, variations of Optimus that I go through of what he looks like. Does he look like the original? Does he look like the one from Transformers Prime or the one from yeah. the games or the one from the movie? I, I was trying to keep it in mind of the games because that was the universe I love. Mm-hmm. But that's where I've always had trouble. Like, if it's well written, it doesn't matter. And that's where these books started to get to was... So, yeah, like Fear Itself. The story was enough. The story was yeah. enough. But that's why I've always kind of gravitated more towards comics in terms of superheroes and especially Transformers. Yeah. Because I want to see these things happening. Yes, I've got a vivid imagination. I love the visualization of making it my own. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. When I read those, I still see it the way I've always seen it. I don't think of it as the movie aesthetic. Okay. But, yeah, there's something about, like, especially Transformers. So I wanted to know, is it like that with you for Batman novels? No, see... Yeah, I guess it depends. So, like I said, the last Batman novel I read, hated it. Yeah. It's deplorable. This one, Thanks, I loved. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't know. This one, <laughs> you know, I loved it. It. I've read so many different Batman novels where, like, this one was sort of a real mystery. Yeah. Um, some of them have been sort of real crime dramas, and some of them have been like reading a comic. Like, some of them have felt like, you know, when I've been reading it, for some of them, this the vibe I've gotten from the book, I've pictured the animated series Yeah. as I've been reading it. So, I mean... It just depends. I think if it's well written, it's that, that you know you're going to enjoy it more. I guess let's. Look, I'm hoping this um, Inferno is good because I enjoyed Fear itself so much because I read it first. And I, I like Alex Irvine, and he, that's the thing. I didn't realize it was written by the guy who's done your Transformers stuff. Check on the inside jacket. Oh, I hadn't read it yet. <laughs> um, yeah, that sort of. Gives and yet me you've high got hopes. a bookmark in it because <laughs> I'm about to start it. That's sort of giving me hopes for it. But yeah, so that yeah. Yeah, that was my. Now, uh, one last thing before we wrap this up. A mm-hmm. um, bit of more of a sad news. Oh, yeah. Something that happened while we've been on hiatus. Mm-hmm. I know the boys have definitely spoken about it. I kind of did through the boys, actually. You did through the boys. Uh, the passing of Harold Ramis. Yes. Which, real, like, the amount of fan... Dude, it took... It was literally, like, within hours, there was fan art all over the place. And I'm talking... Like, fan art that I would sit there and think that would take me a week to illustrate. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters memorials, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. It is very sad Like an actual little passing. shrine out the front of the firehouse yep. in New York? Um, But it's kind of thrown up the question of what's happening with Ghostbusters 3. Now, this is where I'm sort of mm, about some things because... Yep. It seems to be... Like, before Harold passed... There had been talk the last couple of months where it was, no, this is actually happening. Things are really starting to move. Bill Murray wasn't quite on board, so no, on and so that, forth. Know, and couldn't then, even get a script to him. And he then, hadn't said no, no, but he hadn't said yes. And if he if he, well, he wanted to die in the first couple of pages so he'd be out of it. Yeah. That was bullshit. Anyway, now that he's passed and things are sort of starting to settle down from that again, particularly the last week, Things have really kicked in again with Ivan this Ghostbusters Reitman. 3. Ivan Reitman, who directed the first two, he's who, who was always producer. going to direct the third, he's come out and said that, no, I, I don't want to anymore since Harold's passed, but I will stay on as producer. I want to hand the reins over. So um, he's looking for a director that can um, take And it was the also, I can't remember if it was an Ivan Reitman tweet or it was someone involved. No, it involved was a Dan Aykroyd tweet. That said, um, anything that you've read online about Ghostbusters 3 is essentially a load of shit. 
Like, oh no, no. The one I saw from Dan Aykroyd was oh, pa- pack up or g- grab your packs or grab something. Grab your pack. This is how ha- um, I'm. I'm going to be working closely with Ivan to make a Ghostbusters three that Harold would be proud of. Yeah, and I also heard someone at work say yesterday about you know, oh, you know, it'll still have it, it, you know, Bill Murray might come round now. And I said, now this is the thing. I as much as I would love to see a part of me wants to see a Ghostbusters three because I've always wanted to see a Ghostbusters yep. three. Then there's part of me that is just like, no, because see, Ghostbusters I've two, seen Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters three. two cops a lot of flack. I like it. I it, love it. It's not as good as the first, must be said, but I still like it. It's a that worthy sequel. That was the one sequel. I saw most as a kid. That was. Yeah. The, I think I saw Ghostbusters two before I saw Ghostbusters. Well, 1. Ghostbusters only came out the year we were born. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's celebrating its thirtieth anniversary yeah. this year, which I think could also be why things are starting to move because it is the thirtieth anniversary this year. But I don't know, part of me, I'm so torn. But then somebody said yesterday at work, but, you know, if it's still got Bill Murray and and Dan Aykroyd and stuff, and I was like, see, this is the thing. If it does go ahead, I don't know how I feel. About them being in it? No, if Bill Murray does come round and say, actually, you know what, I will be in it. Because it was because of him that it's taken so fucking long. Yeah. Because they were ready to go in the 90s. See, I'm more looking... And it was because of Bill Murray. And I, I don't know, I just think... I think it would be a slap in the face to Howard Ramis, who wanted to get this movie going a decade plus ago. Yep. After he passed away for Bill Murray to go, no, I will be in it. See, I'm looking at it more like, does it have to have them in it? Think of uh, Star Wars Episode Seven. Everyone's like, oh, it needs to have Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, and Mark Hamill. Have you seen how old they are? Yeah. We saw Carrie Fisher in Sydney. She doesn't look like she should be in front of a camera. <laughs> no. Harrison Ford just seems to have gone off a deep end. And if you look at Mark Hamill, he has not aged gracefully. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's one of these things like with the Ghostbusters that I think everyone's clamoring for the originals to be in there. Which And apparently with Star Wars, Carrie Fisher has signed on or is potentially signing well, on. Let me ask you this. Did you like um, Indiana Jones, Crystal Skull? Oh, fuck no. See, that's, that's the thing. That's the one franchise that we can actually go off of where they've got the originals back it's 20 so years later and it didn't i don't know it didn't really seem to work i just i don't want that to happen to ghostbusters i've I've mentioned it before i've seen ghostbusters 3 i've mentioned this on sidekick before ghostbusters the game Mm. for playstation 3 and xbox and stuff was directed by the crew Mm. It had all the voice actors, Ernie Hudson, Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. And basically, you weren't one of them. I need to get it. uh, I'll lend it to you. I have it. It, uh, You were an intern. Yeah. And you never spoke, which was good because it it made you feel like you were were part of it. Yeah. And the way they set it up at the end, because the whole way throughout the game is the story is tying into the first two films and it's all this supernatural conspiracy. Mm Mm-hmm. The way it ends is they set up. You could almost set up, up like a franchise. Your own franchise, yeah. So if they and they've did, done that in the comic series. So too. if they did want to do that in the films, mm. go from it on that. I I'm kind of apprehensive with Ghostbusters three. Now the news. This is well. I don't know if it's news, but a rumor that broke yesterday about it. Yeah. Um, and I said this to someone at work yesterday who feels the same way about a potential Ghostbusters three. It's kind of like. Ugh. Mm. Then when I told him this, he was like, "Oh shit, that could actually be cool." I can't remember their names, but the the pair that directed the two Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs mm-hmm. and Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, yeah. Apparently, they've been approached to direct. Is that Eaton Cohen? 
No, I, I cannot. Because I saw something the other day in a Ghostbusters article mentioning Cohen, and I thought, oh, I but essentially, that's about. I mean, you know, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and Twenty One Jump Street, they were two films that people were just like, okay, essentially, is there movies that shouldn't be good, but and these were. directors have made them awesome? Yeah. And when I when I read that, I was like, fuck, okay. And I said this to the guy at work, and he's like, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Because if they have the ability to take something that people are dubious about, and like I said, shouldn't be good, and they can make it good, yep. maybe I could be on board. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it pans out. Mm. Look, I uh, think we've uh, reached the end of this giant size Geek Speak sidekick. We have. I'm knackered. I'm, I'm sweaty. I'm still loving it. I don't know <laughs> how so I'm still to be... wearing clothes right now. I just feel so good to be back. <laughs> it, it does feel good to be back, doesn't it? It does. You missed me. I did. You missed my cuddles. I missed the listeners. <laughs> All two <What>? of them. <laughs> <laughs> you and I? Yeah. <laughs> well, we know Jess doesn't listen to it. We know Emily doesn't. So it really is just you and I. No, Jess does. Okay, three <laughs> listeners. But yes, we are going to wrap it up here. We are. I'm knackered. And uh, just a quick little preface, we're going to try to get these out as often as possible. Yeah. Again, I do apologize for the hiatus we have been on. It was a little longer than expected, but sometimes life gets in the way. Sometimes Steve gets in the way. <laughs> yes, no, life. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, we will be getting them up as often as we can, so stay tuned. And also don't forget, in two weeks today, yeah. we'll be at the Gold Coast Supernova. Holy shit. Is that two weeks away? Mm-hmm. Ooh. First weekend in April. Gold Coast Supernova podcast. Exactly. Well, until then, I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm Geek Speaks Boy Wonder Brendan. Geek out.